Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Editing Michelle and it's Friday the 9th of April. I'm just about to go live with the podcast when the news broke that Prince Philip has passed away and as you're probably aware Rachel and I are very upset about this but what we would love to do is to send our condolences to Her Majesty and the Royal Family at this very sad time. Um, Rachel and I had a cry and decided to still put out this podcast today and dedicate next week's episode to Prince Philip. So, um, it's a really sad time of mourning and reflection. He's had a wonderful life. And we thank him for his duty to Her Majesty and to our nation and to the Commonwealth. So, without further ado, please enjoy this week's episode talking all about Easter in the Royal Family. And we will be back with a Prince Philip special next week. So, hold on tight, kiss your loved ones, and let's get on with the show. grand fanfare welcome to our podcast keeping up with the windsors dedicated to the royal family each episode will be crowned to the rafters with opinions news and commentary on the comings and goings of the family of windsor with your hosts and royal fan girls rachel andrews and michelle thole so grab yourself a cuppa straighten up your tiara shine your knighthood round up your corgis and, and let's keep, keep up with, with the windsors, windsors. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. Uh, just a little caveat before we start. There's a little bit of background noise in Rachel's world and also in my world today. So I'm going to try my best to take it out in post-production when I edit this podcast. However, um, if there's a little bit of a buzz or anything, I apologize in advance. We'll try and do our best. Right, moving on today, we are going to be speaking about Easter in the royal family. And we're going to be talking about some of the engagements and some of the social media posts that have come out Easter wise. But first off, how are you, Rachel? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. We spoke about last week, didn't we, about the engagement ring that Kristen Stewart wears in the upcoming film Spencer. Oh, yes. And we put the question across to Instagram and we've had some responses. And I think the majority of people agree with us, Michelle. Really? Because I was like, no way. Get that ring (laughs) off that girl's finger. (laughs) Yeah, so these are just some of the responses that we've had. So I've got a better one than that, and I just bought it from a costume jewellery shop. Yeah, here. here. (laughs) That's what I say. Yeah. Um, Awful, one word. (laughs) Awful with a thumbs down. (laughs) Um, You can find better ones on Amazon. That's really true. Like we said last week, there's so many great copies online that you can find, and it's vile. That was another response. It's vile. <laughs> I think that one was my favorite. <laughs> and I don't, I, we didn't get any responses where it was positive about the ring, like how it looked and to the original. If you're listening right now and you do feel positive about uh, the replica that they're going to be using in the Spencer film of Princess Diana's ring, then feel free to follow us at keeping up with the Windsor's pod on Instagram and come on over and send us a message about how you feel about the replica and whether you feel differently than 
all of our responses today. So thank you so much to all of our royal community for sharing your uh, views and your comments, especially not that I'm happy that they agreed with us, but I think we're on the right track with that. It's not a really good depiction or replica. And it doesn't give me great hope that it's something so important as the ring is not being looked at in its, you know, I don't, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it's the little details, like people that follow the royal family, they're the details that we're going to notice. So something as symbolic as ring and what it represented at that time and who that person that wore it was, to have a copy like that, it just, it's, it's just, yeah, like you said, it doesn't give me high hopes whatsoever for this movie. But as we said last week, we're going to try and keep, you know, keep an open mind. Um, but yeah, I've just not got high hopes for this at all. I'm sure we have a lot to say. And fingers crossed it's positive because I want, I want to like it. I don't want to be disappointed. Thank you so much to everybody who has um, commented, left us a lovely message on Instagram and also um, have been getting in on the Instagram stories. So Rach, you've been very busy over in Instagram asking the community what their thoughts are. So f- feel free to get involved and give us your opinions. So moving on, we have got the Royal Roundup. Yes, the Royal Roundup. <laughs> So this week has been quite a slow news week in regards to the Royals, hasn't it? Yeah, and actually it's been a nice, um, calm week of just lovely Easter posts on their social medias. Yeah. Because it's been a such a whirlwind, especially since starting the podcast. The last four episodes have just been so jam-packed with different pieces of news from different uh, members of the family. So in a way, I'm kind of happy (laughs) that it's been relatively normal in regards to news. So this week in the Royal Roundup, um, we had the announcement that Buckingham Palace and some of the other palaces were starting to reopen in May. Yeah. (laughs) In May and through to the summer. And um, so that'll be really nice. We went to Windsor Castle last year and when you've been, you, you can go again for free. So it'll be great if we can go again. Yeah, we went in October. So when, if you do ever visit, you get another visit within the year as long as you get your ticket stamped. So make sure you do that when you go because you get two for the price of one, which is brilliant. Mm. And when we went, it was just after the second lockdown had lifted here in the UK. So when we visited, we had to wear masks and and some of the rooms were closed. So it's going to be really lovely to go back there and be able to, fingers crossed, see some of the rooms that were not open at the time. Yeah. And the weather was quite bad, wasn't it? So we didn't actually spend a lot of time outside. We didn't Mm. go to Windsor Great Park. So that would be quite nice to see from the other viewpoint of the castle because we didn't get to see that last time so yeah so that was um really nice to hear about um we also got a post about william's nhs involvement over the past year and i think he's taken like over 300 calls hasn't he in regards to speaking with people on the front line nurses doctors and just giving appreciation for all the hard work that they've done throughout this pandemic it was just lovely to see not only what William was doing and also Catherine and the other members of the royal family, but also the impact that it's had on the nurses, on the doctors, on the porters, on the cleaners. Nobody was left. And that's what was lovely about it. No one felt excluded. Everyone was included in saying thank you. 
Last night we watched the Kate and William um, 10 years since they would be married ITV documentary. And a little caveat to this is we are not going to speak too much about the documentary in today's episode. The reason being is because in two weeks time, you're going to get a bumper packed wedding special because me and Rachel are going to be, (laughs) Rachel and I are going to be um, recording a William and Catherine wedding special for you. So that'll be coming up in two weeks, which will be their 10th wedding anniversary. So yeah, we don't really want to talk too much about the documentary, but we can say a few sentences. So what did you think about the uh, documentary, Rach? To be honest, we didn't really get any new information, did we? Absolutely none. And (laughs) none whatsoever. (laughs) And, And the thing was, like I was saying earlier to you, was when it first started, it was kind of like, the title of the show was The Day Will and Kate Got Married. Well, the first like the first half of it was basically their relationship. And I was like, right, it's great to get a recap, but I've signed on for like wedding. That's all I want to <laughs> see is the wedding. You know? And the people that were involved, I don't want to be, I'm, I know what their relationship was. I know how long she had to wait to marry him. Like, just get on with it. You know? Yeah, so I think two, two little pointers. And again, we probably could do a special just on this documentary, but two little pointers. <laughs> the first is... I don't know about you, but I I expected the gosh, this is gonna sound really free. Really, <laughs> I'm just about to say this, but I expected the wedding invitation to be on a scroll. <laughs> <laughs> and I just looked, I was like, I think yeah. my wedding invitations were a little bit more like bougie than Kate and Wills. <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was gonna be on a scroll, but there you go. I think I was thinking about. <laughs> Cinderella (laughs) (laughs) so that was my first thing and secondly is the king is in the house (laughs) oh my god I was literally gonna say I think the main takeaway from this whole thing is Prince William and Ibiza might check might check one two one two king is in the house with their wedding please somebody tell me unless he's unless he did it after the ellie golden set like let me know oh gosh (laughs) i honestly i i yeah i couldn't get over it but that was that was like the main takeaway because we've we've heard like the woman that made the cake i've seen her before on other documentaries so it's not the first time that she spoke about it there was the um lady that was involved in making the lace the motifs for the dress I've not heard her speak but she didn't really give any information because she didn't know who it was for because it was a secret I I did really like her point of view um but again it's like she can't really give us any other details other than what we know already yeah Yeah. so that's all we're really going to touch on with about the documentary I'm glad something about them was on the telly I'm glad that I got to watch something royal um but you know could have been better absolutely if it was a GCSE bit of coursework I'd have given it a D (laughs) if it was on BBC it would have been better but it was ITV so I think that had a lot to do with it didn't it yeah um they added a little bit about the Sussexes at the end and I don't know it just brought the tone down slightly for me um just because I don't know about you, but I felt really emotional at the, I, I text you after, I was like, why am I crying? But because <laughs> I just, and I'll talk about this in, in the wedding special, but it is such an momentous occasion. And it, I just got 
transported back to that moment I just loved watching it yeah so yeah um and then then yeah. the little added bit the extra what two or three minutes of bringing it up to current times I just don't, don't think it was needed for them to bring up the Sussexes it was kind of like why it's about winning Kate's big day why are you bringing why are you bringing them up but again we've got a whole wedding special like we're <laughs> this episode is probably going to be about two hours long <laughs> we might <have> split it <laughs> stay tuned <laughs> um we've had quite a few little tiny bits of um information coming through about camilla so this week she had an engagement at a mosque so can you fill us in on the details rich so she was at the Whiteman Road Mosque and she was welcomed by Sister Bibi Khan, who is the president of the London Islamic Society. And she was there to see how the organisation has supported members of their community throughout the pandemic. Um, so these members of the mosque have helped people in need by distributing food hampers and providing counselling to those who have needed it. Um, and the mosque was actually the first pop-up vaccine centre in Haringey to encourage those reluctant to get vaccinated. And then earlier in the day, she um, went to the Tottenham Vaccination Centre, again, where she met um, volunteers and vaccinators. And she was also told that during operating hours, the site delivers at least one vaccine per minute. Wow. I mean, that's crazy. Wow. One vaccine per minute. When I had my vaccine, I was in and out within not even five minutes. I'm not kidding. Like it was, it was so efficient and I could have like kissed everyone's feet. I was like so happy. Like, oh, I'm so glad to be here. And thank you so much. Um, it's lovely. I, I think it's what a morale boost to have somebody from the Royal family come around and just say, you're doing an amazing job. Thank you for being here. Thank you for vaccinating the, the British public and getting us back to some kind of normality. That must be such an amazing thing to experience. Um, and just a little side note, Camilla has got her reading room on Instagram. So it's like a book club and she's announced her picks for children's books. And guess what was one of her picks, Rachel? Harry Potter. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Now, uh, just so you know, I'm the biggest Potter head you'll ever meet in your life. And Rachel's never read the books. So um, maybe I've been trying my best for years and years <laughs> to get Rachel to read a Harry Potter book. But maybe the Duchess might just get it over the line for me. <laughs> Is that a yes or a no, Rachel? Oh, I don't know. It's, it's too it's too much time to invest, isn't it? Maybe I'll get it on audiobook or maybe let Stephen Fry narrate it to me. So we also had a speech made by Prince William on um, climate change, which was in association with the conservation organization and he said if we do not act decisively in the next 10 years, we will cause irreversible damage to our planet. And last year, he established the Earthshot Prize to champion some of the most ambitious efforts um, for the planet over the next 10 years. So this is really important because, as we know, global warming, we experienced it the other day with it snowing in April. So it's, it's something that's affecting us now. But like he's saying, if we don't change our ways now, we're, we're, we're going to damage the pan planet irrevocably, aren't we? We need to really uh, champion different ways of living and being and using energy because it's affecting everything isn't it mm. so um i think if one thing the pandemic has brought out is that health is so important to the whole 
the whole thing. Like people think money is important, capitalism is important, even the royal family and institutions are important. No, health is important because if you haven't got your health, you haven't got your life. But if we haven't got a planet, we can't live. So, you know, we we need to prioritize that. Um, yeah. That's all I really can say about it because it it, it actually alarms me. Mm. There's like it feels like an internal alarm that goes off to protect and to um, preserve. So um, yeah, it just makes me feel really like oh, you know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I think that's it for the royal roundup, isn't it? That's just like in a nutshell, the royal engagements for the week. We're now moving on to the royal news. So royal news this week is going to be all about Easter um, and how the different members of the royal family have spent Easter. So kick it off, Rach. What's happened this week? So we've had two new photos of the Queen and Prince Charles released and they was at Frogmore. um, And it was really nice to see them together because obviously they've been kept apart by the pandemic. They looked like they were socially distanced. And um, in the UK, we can now start going outside and mixing with other people from different households. Um, so that obviously that's what they were doing. Um, and it was really nice to see them together and especially two new photos as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Two things I thought about those photos. Number one, daffodils. I'm a Welsh girl, so anything with daffodils, I'm going to love. But it also kind of like evoked spring. But secondly, I, I loved how wrapped up warm the Queen was because I'm telling you, this week in Britain has been an absolute oh. nightmare. We've ha- I've had my sun hat on with sun cream and sunglasses out in the garden chilling. And then the next day it was snowing and um, I was wrapped up with the heating on and a uh, dressing gown on the whole day. So <laughs> I really felt for the queen on that day. Like, oh, that must have been the cold day because she she looked great. And as you know, I always appreciate a, a headscarf moment by the queen. Um, yeah, I think there's a post on our Instagram with yeah. the headscarves, isn't it? I love it. <laughs> At what age do you think people can start wearing headscarves like the Queen? Because I'm like, in my mind, I'm there, but do I do it in public? I don't know. I think it depends on how cool you are. I mean, if you're a six-year-old <laughs> and you're cool, you can rock a headscarf at any point. So I say go for it, Rach. Go for it. Don't, e- don't let anyone hold you back from a headscarf. I need one of those silk Hermes scarves that the Queen's got then. <laughs> Yeah, I tell you what, next time we go to um, Windsor, you need to sport a, uh, a nice little headscarf. Yes, yeah, maybe I'll get noticed. <laughs> yeah, we had Charles doing an Easter poem on Clarence House social media. The poem, God's Grandeur, was by Gerard Manley Hopkins, and it was written 150 years ago. You could tell because I didn't understand what, the, what he was saying. <laughs> It felt like an English literature exam. I was like, um, something afoot and bright eyes and woo. I was like, I don't get it. I just don't get it. <laughs> was that just me? <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes I kind of like, I watch those things and I, yeah, like you said, like, I don't really understand what it means sometimes when, they, when they're saying it in like old English. Old English. I feel like there needs to be a Cliff Notes version. <laughs> yeah. We also had a Easter photo from Princess Eugenie, Jack and baby August. Um, it was quite a far away shot, wasn't it? So we couldn't really see them up close, um, but it was still nice to see them all together in a nice family photo. Yeah, and um, again, it, it depicted spring. It depicted just 
togetherness and family, which I think is exactly what happens when you have a new baby. You kind of go in that little hibernation as a family and just enjoy the, you know, the first couple of weeks and months as new parents, I guess. Mm. And this week we also had Harry on a beach in LA and it was very, it was such a stark contrast, especially because we were saying it was snowing and then he's out in in sunny LA on a a beach for Easter. And again, it just, it, it harks back to that feeling of complete separation so um yeah that's what harry was doing this easter oh yes um one of my favorite things one of my favorite things is chocolate woo yes hey. guess who smashed an easter egg on their social media it was the kensingtons <laughs> we don't know who, who it was though like it was just a hand so yeah and it, it was a boomerang of just somebody smashing a um, an Easter egg, just saying happy Easter. And then to finish it off, we had the Monday gift recipients. Yeah. So this happens every year, doesn't it? Yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to give you a bit of royal history right now, Michelle, and for all the listeners. Oh, I, I can't wait. I love it. Bring it on. So Royal Monday is a religious service in the Church of England held on Monday, Thursday, the day before Good Friday. So the British monarch distributes silver coins known as Monday money. In in the Middle Ages, the monarch washed the feet of the beggars in imitation of Jesus and presented gifts and monies to the poor. And today, recipients are chosen for services to their churches and communities. That's lovely, isn't it? Mm. So this is a thing we would normally see the Queen do in person. Um, She usually goes to a church or cathedral um, but obviously this year and last year, she couldn't do it either in person. Um, the Monday money was sent out by post. What I loved about it, in the letter that accompanies the money, it says, I'm sure you will be sad, as I am, that present circumstances make it impossible for this for that service to take place. I hope, however, that this Monday gift will remind you for years to come, that your efforts have been truly appreciated. My thoughts and prayers are with you and your loved ones. I wish you every blessing and a very happy Easter. And then it's signed by the Queen. And I I love that because it's such a, a special thing to be given the Monday mon- money, but to not be given it in person, which is what it's supposed to be, isn't it? It's is um it's very it, you know it's, it's sad in a way. Um, and also let's do a little side note. The Queen doesn't wash anyone's feet. <laughs> she doesn't do that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that stopped. Um, I think it was the 1800s that stopped where they washed the feet. Um, but yeah, I just think, you know, the Queen is the head of the Church of England, isn't she? Mm. So for her to be able to continue doing that service, um, a lot of people do appreciate it. And the money is, it's not a lot of money. People just normally keep it as a keepsake, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, it would be how cool would it be to be like because these are collectors' items because they're not distributed a lot of the time. Like obviously it's only once a year. Um, so these become real collectors' items. And especially like in 50, 100 years' time, say that Queen Elizabeth II, this is who you received it from, yeah. it's gonna be so much, it's gonna be worth so much more money than what it actually is. And plus to receive it during the coronavirus period, again, would make it even more valuable. Something to note yeah. about Easter with the royal family is they are very structured in, in their day at Easter. So they go to St. George's Chapel for the Easter service, they'll have an Easter lunch, and then they also put on an Easter egg hunt for all the children. Whereas obviously with with the pandemic, it's changed 
And I think one thing that they were very cautious about and very respectful of is to keep a low profile because that is such a spectacle around Windsor to come and see the royals at Easter and they just didn't want to create um, lots of crowds there wasn't any um, big fanfare shall we say right so that is the royal news for this week but what have we got to look forward to for next week Rach? So tonight we're recording this on Thursday, the 8th of April. We have another royal documentary on ITV. Another one! (laughs) um, Called The Queen Unseen. And this is to celebrate her 95th birthday, which is on the 21st of April. Um, So we'll be discussing that in next week's podcast. Um, We've also got on Friday, the 9th of April... Charles and Camilla's 16th wedding anniversary so I'm hoping we'll get maybe a new pic because we normally get a a new photo and so that'd be lovely to see if we do get another one of those thank you so much for listening to the pod today again it's been um a really quiet serene week in the royals which has been such a stark contrast to the last four episodes and it's been a nice little breather like a little just a sigh of relief I guess is that how you felt about it Rach? Yeah I think um hopefully in the next few weeks we'll see more of the royals out and about on engagements and maybe we'll get something special for Will and Kate's wedding a new photo perhaps that none of us have seen before we'll just have to wait and see for that But as we said, we are recording the podcast soon. So keep listening for that. You can follow us at Keep It Up With The Windsors pod on Instagram. Please feel free to message us over there. Give us your opinion. We want to know. We want you to be part of the community. Just before we leave, how is the Tudors going for you, Rach? Because you're rewatching the programme, right? Yeah, I'm on series three now. I've binge watched it and I'm loving it. Um, I forgot how much of a tyrant Henry VIII was. <laughs> Not surprising. <laughs> and I'm now on I'm now on wife number three, Jane Seymour. Wow, says, well, you've got a, a long way to go. <laughs> <laughs> Never free to go. <laughs> if you've watched the Tudors, come on over to Instagram. Let us know what you think. And we will catch you on episode six next week on Keeping Keep Up, up with, with the Winters. Winters.